Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Hilchais Tain Venitin, Pedic Shleisha Asad, will now begin by teaching us the exceptions to the rule that we learned in the previous two chapters. In other words, now that we already established the concept of having a Chazaka, which is called Cheskas Shaloi Shanim. If a person is living in a property for three consecutive years, that in itself obviously does not make them the owners. But if they have a taina, and even though their taina cannot be backed up with a shtar, by the fact that they were there for three years, they are believed to say that I lost the document. And if the original owner indeed would not have sold it to me or given it to me, etc., then he should have made a protest. The fact that he did not protest is a raya that my taina is emes. So that was the rule. Now that Amam is going to speak about people that do not establish such a chazaka of three years, in other words, we understand why the original owner did not lodge a protest. Who are these people? A craftsman. In other words, if someone, let's say, is a builder, they are on the property and they are known to be craftsmen. Their job is to build a house. Just because they took them 10 years to build a house, will never. that will not in itself give them the chazaka that they need if they were to claim that they bought that property. The original owner will say, I did not lodge a protest because you guys were there. Obviously, not as an owner, as an uman. Same thing is with a sharecropper. Same thing is with a guardian. Same thing is with partners. Same thing is a man in the property of his wife and the wife in the property of her husband. In other words, over here, even though that look inside the chapter, there's nechzitz and barzel, there's nechzitz and alug, but the general concept will be is that if one person was behaving like the owner, the spouse did not protest because they're married. And, the, and furthermore, if you have a child, a son, doesn't matter if he's a minor or an adult, if he's living off the father's estate, such a, such a ch- son, the father will never lodge a protest against him. He can never claim later that he bought it from the father and the same thing vice versa. You know, a son who's being supported by his father, if the father will be living in one of the son's properties, the son says, I never lodged a protest because he's my father. Then the Ramam goes on and he adds another, another three exceptions. And that is, during the times of Chazal, when we were in Babylonia, when we were in Babel, the non-Jewish government gave the Jewish community autonomy of ruling over ourselves, Mamish. In other words, the head of the Jewish community, the Rosh HaGoliath, had was the head of a government such people never lodge a complaint against anyone who's in their property because they know they can always take it away by force and no one will lodge a complaint against them because they are afraid nor is someone who's known to have robbed this land that person will never be able to create a chazaka even though he claims later i bought it no you're a gazlan and a goy so these are all of the exceptions to the rule that the Degen, even though they have a chazak of three years, it does not give them a chazak whatsoever. Hilchas Toyin Venit and Perik Arba Asar will continue to expound on the exceptions that we learned about in the previous chapter, but we're going to add many more details to it, beginning with the following. We mentioned, we enumerated even in the Skitzer, all of the people that are in the exception that cannot create uh, the chazaka, even though they were there for three years or more. Nevertheless, the Ramam says, hold on, if they have Adem, that, that the land was sold to them, well then, then it will become theirs, with the exception, imagine, of a Gazlan and spouses. So spouses in the property of the other, 
we say that even if there are Adem, that one mamish sold their part, now we're speaking here only about Nechzeit Tzayim Barzil, the wife later on can claim, yeah, you saw me agreeing to sell it to my husband, I only did it not to make my marriage rocky, I didn't want to say no, but I never did it believe Shalim. Similarly, a Gazlan, that means even if there are Adem, that, that they saw money being exchanged, in other words, they saw the robber paying the owner. We say that the owner never really wanted to sell it to him. This guy is a ganif. This guy is a gazlan. He, you know, he didn't even have to pay. He, he gave the money. He took the money, but he didn't agree to sell it to him. Now, obviously, when there are Adam that saw the gazlan giving money to the original owner, the original owner will have to return that amount of money. But there, even Adam will not establish the current occupant, not the husband, nor the Goslin as the owner of the property. There are many other nuanced cases in this chapter. I'm just picking and choosing. I'll give you one Gavaldike case. If someone says that I own this property, Birusha, once he has a Chazak of three years, he's not claiming that he bought it from the original owner. He is saying that I have it Birusha. Now, by the way, it could be that his father bought it from the original owner, and a Hanani. But he's not saying anything about buying it. All he's saying is, I am here by Yerusha. So it's amazing. All he needs to do is to bring Adam that will testify that they saw his father living in that property, not walking through it, not just being there, but living there like a balabas. Not that the father was there for three years. As long as it can be established independently that the father was there for only one day, he is saying that I'm here. This guy also has a chazak. He's there for three years. But he's there. The field will be given to him. And let's not forget that such a person, right, if he would have been dishonest, also would have been able to claim that I bought it from you and I'm here for three years. And then he would have been believed. He's saying that he has it be Yerusha. All he needs is that his father lived there for one day. It's all about different types of rayas and different types of chazakas and different types of claims and counterclaims against rayas and chazakas all about real estate. So first, let's begin. If a person who's currently living on a property has someone challenge his ownership by claiming, that person claims, that they owned it in the past, they owned it in the past, they, as we keep on mentioning, the ma'arer has to bring an independent proof to the basin that he indeed was, for sure, the original owner. He's claiming that he's still the owner. Now, Atkan, we were learning about the din of Chazak. What happens if the current occupant tells Beisdin, I have a document that I bought it. Not I lost it. I still have it. On top of that, I can bring proof that I was here for three years, three consecutive years. Even though both claims will give him the power to be there, we, we would rather pursue the route of a shtar. Don't forget that if a person has a shtar, if they have the document, that's authenticated, that's mekoyim, that they bought the land, they don't even have to take a shvoseses. If a person has a taina, that's taka backed up with the cheska shaloshanim, which is the rule, which is normally going to apply, yet that person has to make a shvoseses. So first, Beis then will tell him, be mekayim the shtar. Then, if he cannot be mekayim the shtar, then, Yes, he'll still remain with the land based on the chesk hashalishanim, but he'll have to take a shvuas heses. Now, this chapter deals a lot when you have two litigants, Benegea, a land, and each one has exactly the same claim. Um, imagine, imagine that each party brings two Adim that they were there for the years of Chazaka. And it's the same years. 
each one brings Adam that had belonged to their father, etc., etc. So the general rule will be is that when you have Adam that are makhish one and the other, one nullifies the other. The din by real estate will be is that Beisdin will not get involved because they cannot get involved. They don't know to whom to give it to. They leave things the way it is and they tell both litigants using the words of the Rambam that v'chol hamizgaber yeded ba. Right, the Chazal used the words kol the alam gvar. And there is a difference in nuance. But the general idea is, is that the stronger one will, will win. And whoever will actually then occupy will then be considered the muhzik. And now the onus of proof will fall on the other one. Now, it's not that Beisdom doesn't get involved at all. If a third party comes in and grabs it for one of these two, Beisdom will kick out the third party. Because they won't allow anyone else to get involved. But there's a concept called, called the alam gvar v'ayin b'fnim, we also have many other scenarios. We began this topic in Pedic Zion that you cannot be a toyin v'choyzer v'toyin, but if your second claim is explaining that this is indeed what you meant with the first claim, in many scenarios you will be believed and it will have a huge effect and v'ayin v'thnim. The end of this chapter deals with the following. If you have, let's say, Reuven, he owns a property that's surrounded from all of the sides by properties that either belong to one person or to various people. The only way for the Uven to get to his property is by walking through one of the surrounding fields. Now, obviously, if he's doing that and he already has a chazaka on a path, then he gets to continuously use it. What happens if the Uven travels overseas and when he returns, he's honest, he pushed forgot through which field did he walk through to get to his. So there are many different scenarios in which in many cases, none of the owners of the surrounding fields will have to give up any type of right away. Each one will be able to claim, maybe you walk through another field, and in those scenarios, Ruven will have to buy the rights from one of the surrounding fields to be able to get there. There are other times, however, when, let's say, when all the four fields belongs to the same person, and it always did, that means for sure he walked through one of this person's fields. The only question is which one. So the owner of the surrounding fields will get to choose which path he should take, but a path must be given to the oven.